The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Hump Day Hotline on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network, presented by Picasso's Pizza. Treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day, which is tomorrow, Stirls. Tomorrow is game day. Picasso's We Are Buffalo Pizza, shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. My name is Joe Miller. I'm the co-host of this here wonderful show that's been going for about three years, three and a half years. And that guy over there is my special guest co-host, sit, filling in for Jay Spence the King, who's on assignment, on location. Stirls for the girls. How are you? You already know, man. What's up, Joe? <laughs> you <laughs> thank did. You for, thank you for throwing that in there. I appreciate it. <laughs> you did You did tell me how you're doing. And uh, I, got, I, I thought I would find some cool way to work it in, but I'm not. You just dropped, not a, not a bomb on me, but you dropped a... An eye-opening statement. What did you tell me literally three seconds before we went live? That I'm not sleeping tonight. I will <laughs> not get any sleep tonight. It's it's basically, it's Christmas Eve, and it's like looking at the tree, and you know all the big presents are yours. That's what it's like. <laughs> all the big presents. I am immediately taken back to last year, the Steelers game, home opener, uh, season opener, and that energy that we all had pregame. The, the tailgate we're all you i i've got vivid memories of you and me sitting on the tailgate of my truck drinking mimosas talking oh, about man. the bills just rolling people this year and josh allen being that guy like he's that guy and the confidence that and the swag that you had in your voice telling another bills fan another content creator about how good josh allen was and then they went out and laid an egg Okay, okay. But he he's still that good. And I was drunk. I was drunk by eight. So anything past eight o'clock, I mean, I, I don't recall from drinking shots out of a bowling ball, which you were there. Pictures. I got pictures. pictures of that. I mean, yeah. You know, and then when I'm there next week, it's yep. gonna I'm going harder this year to Uh-oh. avenge last year's loss. So I might be drunk by seven, even though the bills play. At night, so there's that for you. That's hysterical. I'm I'm one of those fans who will take a casual drink and have a casual drink pregame, but I want to I, I don't want to be dizzy during the football game. I want to remember every moment. Like for me, it's just a different. It's that's funny to me that you like I'm gonna be you, drunk by you seven. Sound, <laughs> you sound like one of those dudes who eats fig newtons by taking little bites. Uh, I sound <laughs> like a, I sound like a dude that's a 49 year old father. That's what I sound like. I sound like a 49 year old dad. That's it, because that's <laughs> what I am. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Hump Day Hotline. Uh, yes, so we are, what, fa- Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter Live. Uh, like and subscribe, whatever platform you're on, whether you're watching this live right now or listening to it in podcast form on Game Day Thursday. I don't think anybody would watch it or listen to this on Friday. Maybe they will. A uh, whole bunch of cool people up in the room. My mom is in the room, so my mom says hello. 
Oh, hey, Miss Clark. How you doing, girl? Shoot. Joe, I know you I know you had it like that now. <laughs> Jessica Tennis is in the room. DH is in the room. Seth is in the room. Richard Rush, Karen Idzik, uh, the British Bulldog. Oh, I wonder if that's the real British Bulldog. Oh, they're the British he's, Bulldog. He's dead. There was, there was two of them. <laughs> were there two of them? Were they the British Bulldogs or was it just the British? No, it's the British Bulldog. He's dead, man. <laughs> Rest <laughs> in peace to my guy. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently he's not dead. The British... Bill Dog. Bill Dog. Oh, the British Bill Dog. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Jason Humbert's in the room. Tracy's in the room. It's good to see all of you. If I missed anybody, I apologize. Uh, what we like to say up in here is hump that like because it is hump day. So jump on that like button, get our metrics up, and uh, hey, tweet, retweet, whatever. Tell, tell a friend that you're in the comment section with us. Uh, we are Super Chat Live, so if you want to ask us a question or if you want to get our attention, please Super Chat us, and we'll do our best to kind of go through the comments. We're going to do our first prediction score prediction and josh allen stat line prediction for 2022 on this show here in about 45 minutes but uh with that what are you most excited for uh right now like what what has you geeked out to see like what is the one thing that you're like i just need to see this well first of all i gotta say that i didn't know your mom was that pretty joe uh so she's clouding my thoughts man i think i just lost, i think I, do you still have me because i think i just lost my camera yeah, well, I don't have you. You're 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 stale, but uh You've got my audio though, right? I got your audio. So All I right. guess you'll 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 come back to us in a second. Yes, I'll I'll keep working on this. <laughs> but you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me your mom was a whole dot, man. Yeah, my mom's uh she's a pretty woman. She's a pretty you yeah, I don't know what's going to happen here. So, uh so yeah, so <laughs> let's get to our first now I'm totally sideways because my <laughs> my camera stopped working. Uh so today, and I'm going to let you go. Oh, oh, you're back. Hey! You're back. You're back. <laughs> Technology. Uh, today, the Bills and Dawson Knox agreed to a contract extension worth $53.6 million uh, uh, with $31 million guaranteed per reports. It's an extra four years, so it isn't his final year plus three. It's his final year plus four, so it's he's going to be here for five more years. Uh, 53.6, 31 guaranteed. I think it's, what, $14 million a year? Where are you at on this? Because I got I love- thoughts. I, I like I like the signing, but man, it just makes me go. Uh, how are we gonna get everybody else under under contract? Now, the only one, and I'll just be frank here, the only one that I'm really concerned about that I really want back is Ed Oliver. Right, right. Now, I love Tremaine, I love uh, Jordan Poirier, but they're replaceable positions. Yes, you know, they're, easier you know, to replace. Easier than, to replace. Let's be honest, easier to to replace than tight end. Dawson Knox with these next five years is going to go down, going to not has the chance to, he's going to go down as the best tight end in Buffalo Bills history. And he's not, Travis he already is right. But I'm just saying like, he's not Travis Kelsey. He's yeah. not Mark Andrews. Yeah. He's just better than Jay Reamersma and Pete Metzlar's. man. <laughs> and Scott Chandler. I used to love Jay Reamersma, man. Didn't. It was a Michigan guy. So, you know, I loved him, mm-hmm. but here we go. go yeah, back. here we go. No, no, no. So, but <laughs> I, I love the signing. I'm glad, you know, Dawson's been, you know, yeah, tumultuous offseason. I mean, you know, just a recent uh, incident that happened, yeah. you know, just a few weeks ago. Yeah, so, right. I mean, it, it's it's really, it's cool to see him get some generational wealth. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, when Brandon Bean goes into this, I think they're expecting him to have a bigger year than he had last year. And they so. wanted to get that contract done before that contract is no longer mm. affordable. That's and that's what, I, that's what I, that's what I think it is. I mean, because, you know, we don't know how much they're going to be going to 21 personnel, but with added weapons to this offense, I mean, you can't cover everybody. And right. so I, maybe Dawson Knox is taking the next step, even as a route runner to where, you know, he's going to be, he's getting paid top five tight end money. Maybe he becomes one of those top five tight ends we talk about in the league. I think this year he could potentially be a top three. Mark Andrews is going to be that guy just because there's nobody else in Baltimore catching passes, unless Lamar Jackson, and and maybe we could talk about this if we have time, you know, set a deadline that he needs a deal done by Friday or what? They don't do a deal or he's not playing. That's the part I don't have. What is the deadline? Do you know what the deadline is? I'm not sure what the deadline is, but, you know, it shouldn't even come down to a deadline with Lamar Jackson. Why don't you just pay the dude? Because he wants guaranteed money. He wants it all. He wants all. He wants I don't blame the, him. He wants but is, that, but is that really is that really why? I mean, we don't know. I, his, I, I, his mom is his agent, 
and my mom is in the room and she would probably tell you that i deserve yes, all the money she, yes she would <laughs> she's like joe gets all the money and that's basically <laughs> what lamar's mom is doing right now um and he you know he wants it all guaranteed but regardless so mark andrews is the only guy that's going to be catching passes for that off that offense pretty much um and then you've got i mean kelsey's going to be kelsey do we expect a drop off at some point maybe maybe not maybe not this year maybe this year we start to see him slip a little bit Kittle has kind of waned a little bit the last year or two i think dawson has an opportunity to be in that three or four slot uh, well, he's got to he, he's got to beat out Darren Waller. I don't think he's there just yet. I don't know that Darren did. I don't know that he made the. He was injured last. Was he injured last year? He's, I don't think he made always, the noise. He's always injured. But Darren Waller, I mean, he's a complete package. I mean, not, Dawson Knox is too. But yeah, yeah. Darren Waller's done a little more, obviously. Yeah. Da- at this point, he's better. Dawson just embodies everything that the Bills covet uh, from a personnel standpoint uh, with just his character, his faith, where he came from, uh, the family that he came from, uh, you know, his unselfishness on the field, which he talked about in his presser. I'm just here to do whatever I need to do. I'm here to block if I need to block. I'm here to be a decoy if I need to be a decoy. I need to catch and I'll catch balls if I need to catch balls. I love the risk that they took. They took all of his character. They took all of his potential. They took all of the up and to the right that he potentially had and took a chance on him, uh, a kid that didn't catch a touchdown in college. Right. So, and they took a chance and said, you know, we're going to draft you in the third round. I believe it was the third round. Um, and he's paid dividends and now he's going to get paid mucho dividends. Yeah. I, mean, I think another missing element is shows how much the bills value relationship. Yeah. Agreed. And, and, and I, and I think, you know, a lot of football fans and analysis is that something that's not going to be talked about, but this is a team that values relationship and yeah. that relationship between Josh Allen and Dawson Knox and Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott. It's important. It's yeah. one of the reasons why the bills, in my opinion, are one of the top teams in the NFL because they have that foundation and they value relationship. What's funny uh, sidebar. So I was at Mulberry last year. Um, I think it was, I don't remember when it was, it was, it was, it was preseason, I believe, but the Bills were not at camp, or maybe they were at camp. I can't remember exactly how it worked out. But uh, Pat Moran from uh, uh, Talking Buff- the Talking Buffalo Pod was there doing a wing thing. Nate Geary was there. Matt Perino was there. I wasn't on microphone. I was just there to be there because I like to be around people that are talking about Bill stuff. And, I, you know, I'm good friends with Pat. And they're in a segment where they're talking about Dawson Knox and is it a make or break year for Dawson last year before 2021? Mm-hmm. Uh, is he going to show up talking about some of his faults? And it wasn't, I would say that it wasn't going the way that our conversation is going, where it was like, Dawson's the man. Like he just got paid buku bucks. Like, so they're, <laughs> they're, they're kind of, they're not disparaging him, but it was real talk. It was objective conversation. The dude walks in the door. I crap you not. I shit you not. The dude walked in the door. Just so fast sitting there talking. And they're like having this conversation. It's like, oh, there's Dawson Knox right there. Like Dawson just walked in the restaurant. So so <laughs> my question is, at that point, what did you do? I did was you, like, that's Dawson Knox. <laughs> did you did you go here and talk to him? No, he was with his girlfriend. And uh, they sat down and had, had dinner. So I just sat there continuing to chow down on the, some of the most delicious chicken wings I've ever eaten. <laughs> Okay, that's yeah. fair. I wouldn't have gone over there either. Yeah, he's a big old boy. He's a big old boy. But uh, it's exciting. And just to know that that piece is in the fold. I've done several pods. Basically, you know, four men enter, three men leave, which comes down to the guys that the Bills have, like that are contracts that are coming up. And there's potentially, we don't think, any way that they're going to be able to get all of them signed. Knox, Oliver, probably my two biggest. Is there a third yeah. one in there that's, that, that, I mean... Micah, we love Micah. He's getting older. Jordan, what does this do for the Jordan situation? Is Poyer, there's, there's speculation all over Twitter and the radio right now that Poyer's gone. I mean, haven't we learned that when it comes to, to cap space, it doesn't really exist to Brandon Bean? He knows how to manipulate the numbers and, and get the bills, you know, cap healthy to, to sign players. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're right. I mean, he is getting older. And I mean, let's, I mean, let's really be honest. Like, as much as we love, Jordan Poirier and they, what they do is amazing. I'm not taking anything away from that, but yeah. that's the position that Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier co- coach up the most, right? right. So I feel right. like I, I, you you might not be able to get somebody to come in and replace that right right away. But again, you know he had to develop these guys. It took three years really to get them playing at the level they're playing right now. And so uh, you hate you hate to see a guy like that leave. 
that's the other one right? yeah oh thomas what's up man um <laughs> yeah i just th- i just think that you know we might have to say goodbye to to jordan porter and i think you know tremaine evans is going to get signed as well well and the scary part and i he's not up this year the bills will pick up his fifth year option but when you <laughs> ed oliver if ed oliver loses his mind this 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 season which he's going to which he's probably going to with daquan jones next to him and von miller out there and greg rousseau who von miller is already saying is that guy the last time the bills had a defensive tackle that they drafted that they paid a contract to it was a hundred million dollars and that was what 10 years ago Marcel Darius, man. <laughs> Mr. Big Stuff. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Who was my daughter's favorite player for a very long time, Mr. Big Stuff. I just, that contract could break the bank. Ed Oliver's contract alone could be, oh, no. Right? And yeah. that's not even including Tremaine Edmonds. Let's just say he gets eight sacks this year. That's pretty big for him. That's big. That's big. That's and I big. think he could do that. I think he probably should do that yes he better he it's time it is freaking <laughs> time. time he yeah, he's shown he, so many flashes even last year i i you know he's my favorite player going into the season that i, I think him. is going to have the biggest impact right, right. and he, he's going to feast he's going to feast tomorrow night so i'm uh we'll i'm excited to see him next to daquan i'm, I'm because starla tulole was very dis, disinterested he didn't play obviously two years ago the covid year right and then last year he came in light and was a little disinterested, it seemed, in playing football, which affects Ed Oliver. So when you saw Ed Oliver as rookie season, we might get a like a, a, a two-year step jump, right? Right. Over, over what he was his rookie year. So, uh, yeah, all, good stuff as far as Dawson Knox goes, and it's exciting, and I think all of Bill's Mafia is happy to have him back. I don't think anybody would want him to, to go anyplace else. So – under the category of wildest dreams land, which is a, a word that a phrase that I have coined, hashtag wildest dreams land, uh, the Bills are favored almost unanimously across all national media members, except Nick Wright. Clearly, not Nick Wright. He's a hater. Yeah, to not only go to the Super Bowl, but to win, to be Super Bowl champions. I'm sure you saw it. I'm sure most of the people watching or listening saw that everybody on NFL Network, all six of them, picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Everybody everywhere is picking the Bills not only to go, but to win. We are a fan base that, and I'm one of them, that has been screaming about respect for 20 years. So when the Bills would would win a game 10 years ago, we would get the 30-second clip on all the highlight shows versus the three-and-a-half-minute clip that the Cowboys get, right, even in a loss. The level of respect we're getting right now is something we've probably never seen. How do you feel about that? I don't like it. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> it that seems to be everybody's that, feeling. That means we're not winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> it totally means we're not winning the Super Bowl. I don't think that that's I just want to brace all y'all. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I hate to be a bear of bad news, but it's who, over. Thought, who, thought, who thought 13 seconds would happen? <laughs> I was there. I didn't think so. Oh, I know. I have know. I, have I, I don't want to tell you that story. Have I told you that story? Yeah. I'm sitting no, next don't to, repeat I'm, it. Don't I'm repeat sitting it. next to a Chiefs fan who was an awesome dude. All around us were Chiefs fans that were not awesome dudes. The dude next to me was awesome. He was very ingratiating. He was very complimentary of the Bills, was very a realist, talked about the problems that the Chiefs had. And like we just had great conversation with this dude did. The Bills take the lead. And I looked at him and I was like, Yeah, but he's like, Oh, here we go. It's over. I was like, dude, Pat Mahomes is over there. Pat Mahomes yeah. is on your sideline. Sure enough, Pat Mahomes goes straight down the field. They score a touchdown. And I was like, I told you. He goes, yeah, but freaking Josh Allen is the other guy. Josh Allen goes straight down the field. And as soon as he did, the dude left. Yeah. He split 13 seconds left. Joe, I don't know why you're doing this. You, you, you are, this is a, this, it's abuse what you're doing right now. (laughs) Making us go through, live through that. It's like everybody knows where they were when this that is when the that mess happened. I need to play the Vaughn Miller video, dude. Burn oh my it. god, just yeah, burn, burn it, effing burn it all, bro. I was because... gonna, I was gonna rip it down and show it during this ep- during this. Why show. would you do that? What to burn it? No, I thought you. I thought you were about the thirteen seconds. I'm like, no. God, I was no. talking. I was just talking about what a, what an awesome dude he was, and the fact that I was there and like we oh, were okay. back and forth, and then the dude split, and I was like, where are you going? He goes, it's over. I'm like, pep. And he 
the dude bolted. He just dipped. I was like, all right. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know how I feel about the level of respect that we're getting either. I don't think it means that we're not winning the Super Bowl. It I know does. That's, that's a <laughs> It does. I don't know how you look at it. When Vegas says you're going to win the Super Bowl, you might as well. You you don't. don't. You don't. (laughs) It's not going to happen. When you, I want, I want, I think, I think, I want to, I want to parlay this. I want to translate this topic of the respect that we're getting into something that you don't realize, you don't know that I'm going to talk about. Because as much as we had a little bit of text conversation about some of the topics for this show, this is not something that I brought up. I brought it up on a, I was a guest on a show last night and I think I brought right. it up on Monday or Sunday, possibly. I want to, I want to, I want to roll it into this conversation because when you talk about the respect and if you just stop for a second and objectively look at our roster, which is, I think what all the national talking heads are doing, they're borderline objectively looking at the roster and they're going, holy crap, Josh Allen, right? Three headed monster at running back. They don't have the guy but they've got three guys that can do all the things the guy should be able to do. And then there's a question mark with James Cook, who could potentially be the guy, maybe not this year, whatever. Tight end, locked in. Wide receivers, super deep. Offensive line, better than last year. Roger Saffold and the fact that they've they've solidified Ryan Bates makes that offensive line way better than it was last year. Period. End of story. I'm not having this conversation with anybody else. Mitch Morse is not a problem. And there's a lot of people that wanted him cut and wanted him released that have walked that back, right? Mitch Morse is the guy. Uh, and then you go to the defensive side of the ball. They've revamped that entire defensive line and cut loose Vernon Butler and cut loose Mario Adams, guys that they paid money to that didn't work out. They got Daquan Jones. They got Tim Settle, who's freaking awesome. They brought Lawson back, who's an edge setter. We saw it in preseason, the dude setting the edge the way that he, the way that only he seems to be able to do. Why he didn't stick in Miami, I don't know. Why he didn't stick in, the, in New York with the Jets, I don't know. Obviously, we have a little bit of a hiccup with Trey being out. Do I believe that McDermott can hide Dane Jackson, who's a sound tackler? All that to say, we still got, and, and then we got Von Miller on top of it. All that to say, this team is better. This roster is better. So where I'm going with all this, when you look at this schedule and you go game by game, we used to we used to do it, right? 10 years ago, 12 years ago, the schedule come out. All Bills fans are like, that's a win. That's a win. That's a loss. That's a win. Loss, loss. I think we, uh, can we beat the, pay? like we go through it. When you look at that schedule, ask yourself honestly, is there is there a game on that schedule that we can't win? Cannot win. No, there's I mean the Bills can can win every game, but it's not realistic. Peter Schrager, who I'm not the biggest fan of, I love Kyle Brandt. Peter Schrager yesterday on, on Good Morning Football called the Bills a freight train. Yeah, I mean they he are the Bills are a freight train. Here, here, let me let me let me rain on the parade, and I don't mean to rain. be negative. Well, the, but... the, the comment, the comment is. Do you think it's possible for this Bills team to go undefeated? Hell no. God, no. You don't want that. You do not want that as a Bills fan. And look, look, if if the Bills, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, call it a hot take or whatever, but if the Bills are going to make Super Bowl, they need to lose five games. Five? Five. What are the five? five. Because I'm not. It doesn't oh, matter. Who, who not, counted, counted the freaking Jags last year? As I'm not. Oh, the, Jags are, the Jags would be the opposite of what I'm about to say. I'm not okay with the people that are calling the five losses five really good football teams. Because if you can't beat any of the five really good football teams on your roster or on your schedule, you're not beating them in the in the postseason. It's not happening. Hey, Sean McDermott and the Carolina Panthers went 15 and one, lost to the Super Bowl to Von Miller. Uh, the New England Patriots went 16 and 16 and 0 and lost to, to, the, to Giants. the Giants. That doesn't right. The, the Miami Dolphins went 15 and 0. Uh, that was that was back when they had leatherheads. Or sixteen, you know, sixteen. They went sixteen and zero, right? Yeah, yeah. Season games don't even matter. The, the the Dolphins fans will remind you every every day that they have an undefeated season, which nobody really cares. Um, I expect the Bills to lose four games this season. I expect the Bills to lose okay. one or two games inside the division. But you just balked at my five games. <laughs> no, 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 no. You did not balk at your five. What I said was. I, I I qualified. What okay. The, All right. Fair. What are the five? I don't know. I don't know. But they're gonna if they lose five. I mean, let, let me pull up the schedule. I'll tell you. No, five is good. And if you're saying you don't know, that's good as well. What I don't want. I think hear we lose. I think we lose to the Dolphins once. Well, hang on. I don't want to hear we lose five games and it's going to be the Chiefs, the Bengals, right? The Green Bay Packers, like all the good the, all the good teams on the schedule. That's what yeah. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear that. Well, if you're telling me that we can't beat the five best teams on our schedule. 
why even go to the playoffs at that point? Hey, man, it's it's a week-to-week league, man. It, it that's is. the thing, and it's hard. It's hard, and, and I think it's harder. I think the Bills, they're going to be beating themselves. They're going to beat themselves this year. You know it's, what I'm saying? It's, it's hard. It's hard to stay up and, and be the dominant team every single week. You're going to catch an L. You're going to catch an L. It's a ridiculous take. Can the Bills go undefeated? So before but people, it's, it's valid. Before people take to Twitter and be like, Joe Miller just said the Bills are right. undefeated. It's a ridiculous take. My point is, if you look at the schedule, every team on that schedule is beatable. By the yeah. Way. Colin Cowherd said the Ravens were going to go undefeated last year. <laughs> and then everybody got injured. <laughs> Not laughing at all the players that got they, injured. I'm just did, saying. And they I'm just saying. Wide, and they didn't have a wide receiver. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, I, it's hard, man, because like we're so accustomed to being bad, right? Like, it's hard to be the 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 pretty dude in the room. I, Joe, I know you are used to being the pretty dude in the room, and, and I'm just trying to. I, I'm here, and I'm just trying to, you know, carve, you know, carve my place in 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 this reality it here. Looks that like you, every the world that you Irish have. dude on the planet. We all look, look like we're brothers. Every one of us. And it's I don't, listen. You see how white my skin is. I just got back from the beach. You, you see you, how white my skin is. You might look like a toasted Triscuit. All I'm saying, <laughs> all I'm saying, buddy, it's just hard. It's hard. It's it's a whole mindset change, and I can't imagine what it's like being a player having that pressure on them all listen, the time. Sterling, you need to choose love right now. It's all love between me and you all the time. <laughs> Always <laughs> toasted Triscuit. <laughs> oh, I'm taking another drink. <laughs> uh, so, where do we go from here? I guess. I guess the the point that I'm trying to make is we're getting back to the respect thing, right. right? It was it was odd to me to listen to Kay Adams, who I love. I loved Good Morning Football when Kay and Nate were there. It's never going to be the same. Is it? Is it good right now? It's okay. Not a big fan of Jason McCourty. Um, I don't know the other girl's name, the new girl, but she's she's good. She's got some Kay Adams kind of spunk to her, which is great. Never been a fan of Peter Schrager. Brant is Brant. He's he's on the wagon. Whether he's mm-hmm. paid to be on the wagon or he's really on the wagon, we don't know. But for two years, when it started in 20, when the Bills came out hot and Josh Allen was like lighting the league on fire, it took everything that Schrager and Kay Adams had to pay the bills a compliment. Even when Josh Allen was going, was losing his mind, 300 yards, 300 yards, 400 yards, 300 yards, five touchdowns, right? Just crazy stuff. She's like, yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, last year, uh, you know, uh, here comes Tua. Wasn't it last year? Here, or, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. It's every, Tua is going to be great. Here, this is, year, too. Tua is coming. That's what it was. Peter Schrager, Tua is coming. Tua is coming. So it, and so is Jesus. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, so to hear Peter Schrager under his breath at the closing of the segment say they're a freight train, I was like, oh, okay. Because that to me wasn't, I'm supposed to take a side because it's TV or I'm supposed to argue this way or argue that way. That was literally him being like, they're, they're going to be a problem for football teams. Yeah. And everybody, everybody's bringing up this conversation. I had a conversation on Twitter today. It was annoying. Um, this football team can't. Last year, they didn't beat any winning teams. Any like it was like, well, we were. I know we, we were God. two and four against teams that went to the playoffs. Oh, by the way, that was a Nick Wright statement, right? Um, however, what isn't included in that is as much as we had a little bit of difficulty during the season, two and four against teams that went to the playoffs. The Bills led the league in margin of victory against all the other crap teams they played. They were right. crushing teams. Right. So I don't I don't know that those offset each other. I don't think it's like one is a problem and one is not. And then when you look at the year before, the Bills were five and one against teams that went to the playoffs. So I don't uh, and have you heard about oh the Bills can't close out games? Yes. Which that, that that's is. another narrative that's been thrown around. But if you look at season before, we were killing you know one score games close games and you know i think i think that's a luck factor right every every team (laughs) that's my guy man i love him oh (laughs) daryl is my guy daryl's the man uh so yeah i just i just think that you know there's the luck element but here's here's what i think that you know and i don't want to sound very cliche when i say this but i think that's where von miller comes in because he's been there he's done it 
So he's going to be, he has the clout to look at Josh Allen in the face and say, no, man, like, this, <laughs> we ain't there yet. We got this, this, and this to do. But he, 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 he's going to play on the field, you know, get that sack on fourth down that we need to close out a game and go, this is how you do it. There's so many things I want to say. Oh, so, yeah. <clears throat> from a leadership standpoint, a great leader is also a great follower. Absolutely. I think, I think you know that. Vaughn Miller in his press conference this week was talking. They were they were trying to pin him on Aaron Donald. Can you have you given any information to Ken Dorsey in the offense on how to, you know, blah, 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 Aaron Donald? He's like, you know what? We got great players too. We got Josh Allen. Are you do you realize like Vaughn Miller is a Josh Allen fan? Oh, yeah. Period. Not to mention the fact that Vaughn Miller is ready, multiple Super Bowl champion. Future Hall of Famer Vaughn Miller just signed a $166 million contract, is ready to follow that 26-year-old man into battle. Not lead him into battle or stand beside him. He's ready to follow Josh Allen onto the field of battle, right? So Vaughn Miller brings an aspect. So the conversation that I had with this guy on Twitter, and he might be watching right now, and and it was a fun conversation. It is what it is. This team hasn't gotten better. And I'm just like, what? if, if this number one defense plays better, which they're going to because they got better, I, I, I to me, I don't know who you're losing to on that schedule. And then it turns into the respect thing. Oh, is the, is, that's is, tough, is, Joe. Is cornerback going to be a problem? Well, who, so we can transition now to uh, this, this, uh, this game, right, the one that we're about to play, and it's about matchups. One of those key matchups that everybody's talking about is Cooper Cup. How are they going to slow down Cooper Cup? Dane Jackson, Kair Elam, maybe Christian Benford, six-round pick. Right, 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 right. McDermott isn't sure who's going to play first, start, and play more snaps, which is just a head game that he's playing with the Rams. Kair Elam is going to start this football game and play most of it. But at the end of the day, you know who's covering Cooper Cup? Taron Johnson, because Cup is the slot receiver. And Taron Johnson is what, the eighth-ranked corner? In the NFL, yeah, or, yeah. Or but 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 Cooper Cup is agree. He, he's agree. But and here's the here's the the unique thing about the Rams' offense. They do so much stuff pre-snap, and they get they get guys going in motion, and they create confusion. So guys are going in a direction when the ball is being snapped, right? Like that, and it causes so much confusion for defenders. And then you got to look at the run game. You know, it's like you're going to need Matt Milano. And Terrell, you know, Tremaine Edmonds to be so disciplined in their run fits, right? Because they're going to do this inside zone, outside zone, and they're going to misdirection. They have to be sound in their run fits. Mm -hmm. They got to be. It's not going to be a walk in the park, even though the Bills have a, you know, a number one defense. And I think a lot of that is because we played on, we played bad teams last year. That's true. You know, they're going to, they're going to get tested. They will get tested and, and the Rams will score. I mean, they run a lot of screens. You know, I think they're one of the highest teams in, in, uh, percentage-wise when it comes to, uh, you know, window dressing and having guys motion at the snap. They're one of the, you know, they, that is, it's his specialty. And on top of that, the way they, the way McVay calls plays is that he builds on it. You know, yeah. so he shows you one look, and then he it's like he's showing you the same look, and then all of a sudden it's a it's a, a post corner, and you're you're right. toast, right? right. So you're, that's you're, where the concern comes in, right? That's where the concern comes in for Dane Jackson, Kyrie Elam. Mm-hmm. Because they're young, they're younger corners. Yeah, but we and know I, we know what the bills the bills are going to do because they did it with Levi and Dane Jackson and always have. They only get the only the only corner they haven't done it with is is Trey. They're going to make them keep everything in front of them, let them catch the football, then tackle them. That's, yeah, that'll be the game plan. Yeah, they're going to have to because if you blitz Matthew Stafford, he's going to eat you up, right? So mm-hmm. you have to you have to get pressure with four, and that's where Von Miller comes in, and that's where Ed Oliver comes in, and he's he's going up against. Get this, that my man's going up against uh what's his name? Uh God, all, what's his that, name? That's enough right Coleman there. Shelton. Coleman Shelton. Well, your, Andrew Williams isn't on that offensive line. Right. Either. Joe Note Boom is starting <laughs> to left tackle. And, and my man, Coleman Shelton. So, first of all, Coleman, you didn't get a good name. First of all, like you, you sound his name sounds like a a, a pack of paper. That's like a pa- pack of paper company, Coleman Shelton, I think, I think or, Coleman or, or, is, or some attorneys. That's what it sounds like. That's Coleman what it sounds like. A, Coleman is a cooler, actually. Coleman <laughs> Shelton and Associates. Like, <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think Ed, that's what so we go. When we talk about matchups, I think Ed Oliver versus Coleman Shelton, CS, I think that's a big deal. I think Ed Oliver has to eat him up. 
it has to. It's that's not the only big deal. As much as people want to start talking about Von Miller and has he lost a step and he's not the player that he was and it was ridiculous to give him all that money, I witnessed with my own eyes with Joe Marino standing next to me at Bill's training camp, them doing one-on-one drills between right the the edge rushers and the tackles and Fina talks all the time about the most important thing for a tackle is that first punch punch right mm-hmm. the amount of times i saw von miller do something where the tackle did nothing but grab air <laughs> oh he's miller. so slippery he's von so miller slippery was gone he was around him and gone spencer brown Deion dawkins you any guy that you want to put out there he was just like whoop, 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 gone Oh yeah, he he's so slippery, man. Like right. he he has a pass rush arsenal that that how many guys have the arsenal that he has, and he's so bendy around the edge. He he is unreal. Yeah, and, and that's where okay. And so you know if, if so I look at it like this: if Von Miller, or let's start with let's start with Ed Oliver. If Ed Oliver mm-hmm. right can get his one on one, Daquan Jones gonna can take, handle. He's gonna take two. He's gonna take he's gonna two. Take two. Yep. So now Russo. And Von Miller are one on one. So if you if right, which Von Miller has never seen. Right. So let me tell you. But let me tell you what's going to happen. So, all right. So you look at the the Rams depth chart. So you got Rob Havenstein at right tackle, right, and Joe Nobuma at left tackle. So what what they did. So when you, if you go, I was going, I was watching film this week. So I was like, okay, let me find a team that I think kind of that might resemble the Bills' attack on defense, right, based right. off of personnel and so forth. So I watched the Bucks game. And what they did was, and I think you're going to see a lot of this tomorrow night, you're going to see them go a lot of empty sets. Mm. They can get the screen game going out of the empty set using uh, a running back in the slot, right? Right. right. And, and they're, they're going to dink and dunk you to death, and then they're going to build on everything, and then they're going to hit you one deep or hit you with a you know an, an out that's uh, a deep in or something like that. And here we go. The Bills play nickel cover two, and right. that's you know the weakness of that defense is up the seam and in the middle, right? Yep. So Tremaine Edmonds, you know, we, you know, he's six foot five. Like this is where he, his importance comes. In. A lot of people don't talk about is that his ability to, you know, you're not going to be able to attack the middle as much as you would as a, a normal linebacker would. Well, right. If I can sneak in just for a second, Tremaine Edmonds is also potentially going to see for the first time in his career, a clean opportunity with no offensive linemen on him three seconds or two seconds after the snap. Right. Yep. Yeah. So they got to be disciplined. Right. Got to be disciplined. They're going to have to find their gaps. They're going to have to shoot mm-hmm. their gaps all the way to the D gap, right? If they're yep. running a wide zone, which is what the Rams. So the Rams are going to run effectively more than likely tomorrow or semi-effectively the run scheme that the Bills tried to run many times over the last couple of years and just couldn't do because all their dudes. And you and I have talked about this at length on different shows because the Bills are pin and pull guys. That's what they are. They're just pin and pull guys, um, which that's another conversation. As I back down, it was just two years ago. It wasn't It wasn't like it was five years ago. And it was different coaches and different players. The Bills played the Rams two years ago. Yes, Matthew Stafford was not there. However, by and large, these rosters were very, very similar. Yeah. And to me, the Bills getting up 28-3 to means something. The Bills losing that lead also means something except for the fact that the defense is going to be, I hope and expect, and I think you do too, way better than that 2020 defense was, right? Yeah, and so if you go back and look at that game, the Bills had no pass rush. None. Right, right. And, and, and you let that, you, you let Jared Goff, oh, my God, and he's he's buns to me, but they let him <laughs> hang around, and, and Robert Woods and those guys, they made him pay, right? Yep, and yep. they, I, I thought the Rams, they won by scheme, at that point, because they really didn't have, they really didn't have the the players that they do now. They won by scheme, right? They Sean McVay it will will scheme you to death with X's and O's and and the and the players that he has on his roster. If they're okay players, they're good players, and if they're good players, they're great players. So he because of his scheme and how and his versatility, he makes players better. Mm-hmm. Now does Sean McDermott do that? We could say he does that on defense, yeah. But yeah. will yeah. can Dorsey do that on offense? And that's where you know we got to see that. Do we want to stop? I mean, we're talking about matchups, but so one, so one of the matchups that I that I that I that I pinned down on Sunday was that nobody's talking about is it's a very sexy matchup, Sean McVay versus Sean McDermott. Yeah, like young offensive genius. 
right? The, the guy versus the young defensive genius. Like there's a matchup there that nobody's talking about right now that I think is a great storyline. So as much as we're talking about matchups, do we want to stop and break down that, what you were just talking about, even just for a moment? Yeah. Um, you know, these are, these are, I think Sean McVay is the best offensive mind in football. And I think Sean McDermott is one of the best minds on defense. Right. And it, it's going to be, it's going to be a slugfest, man. And, and I think that McDermott can't go into this game conservative. Agreed. Y even though, even though you don't want to blitz Matthew Stafford, but you, at some point you have to use your, you know, blitz four, but that needs to be exotic. You need to bring a uh, 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 Taron Johnson off the edge or a Saron Neal coming off the edge, you know, or something. You you got to mix it up a little bit, right? right. Jordan Poirier or whoever. Right. You're just going to have to. You got to confuse him. You got to get him off his first his first read and make him start looking around and, and, and cause confusion. But I think you're good enough. The Bills, we're now at a place I think we're good enough to where we could just send four and put everybody else back in coverage. That's how good the Bills' defense is. There's two things to me right now that, and it's still on the matchups conversation. There's two things to me that mm -hmm. are wildly confusing. Number one, I posted my picks for this week, for week one. I picked the Bears to beat the 49ers at home getting seven points. So you assume, right, they, get, they always give the home team three. Right. And then the Bears are getting another seven. So the Bears are getting a ton of points at home against the 49ers. So, so the first confusing thing to me is why everybody believes, and we don't have to talk about this, that the Niners and Trey Lance are going to be this juggernaut. Oh, my gosh. Did you really pick the Bears to beat the 49ers? Uh, with that quarterback, yeah. I haven't seen anything yet. We talked about it last week when I told you I, I haven't seen enough to trust him. Like, I don't trust Jalen Hurts, if you remember. And I said, I'm not sure that I trust Trey Lance yet. And you were like, that's fair. The other thing that I don't understand, getting back to matchups for this game, the love fest for Allen Robinson. I loved Allen Robinson as a Jacksonville Jaguar. I don't know that Allen Robinson isn't nothing more than what Julio Jones is right now. He could okay, prove hold me wrong on now. Tomorrow. Hold up. He could prove me wrong tomorrow. Okay, if you were a wide receiver for the Bears, would you find motivation to come to work every day? Justin Hell no. Field, he did a rookie that was. He ain't got a choice. That man, he ain't got no money. He trying to get paid. He got to show up. I know you're a Michigan fan, but as much as I believed and got shouted down from the rooftops by other Buffalo Rumblings people about Justin Fields, I said, I don't see what you guys see in Justin Fields. Oh my gosh. Everybody pined on about Justin Fields and are still pining on about Justin Fields. Justin Fields can throw a football. I don't know that he's going to be anything more than Marcus Mariota in the NFL. Mm. But Allen Robinson, to me, I, he looks like a shell of the player that he used to be when he was yeah. in Jacksonville. I mean, he, he's had injuries. And, and I just Jacksonville with Blake Bortles. He looks like perfect. a shell of the player he was. Listen, let me tell you, let me tell you for, for just tomorrow's, the sake of tomorrow's game, mm -hmm. okay, you better you, – Allen Robinson better be damn Jerry Rice. Okay, that's how much respect we need to throw that man's way, okay? You see the superstition coming out? You you got to have all the respect for Allen Robinson. Now, we're going to talk shit about him after the Bills play him. We're going to talk all the shit about him. But for tonight, Allen Robinson is 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 Jerry Rice to me, okay? Well, <laughs> we're not even going as far as talking about Jefferson. That Jefferson's not going to – it looks like he's not going to play, right? Right, he's not. He The, the uh, injury report came out, and he's not playing. So, so in Tyler could be – Tyler Higby, Cooper Cup. Cam Akers is a maybe at this point. They're saying he's going to play, but who knows? So Daryl Henderson, most likely. Stafford has, he just had surgery on his elbow, which is not great. Dink and Duck, Dunk, I think, to, to your point, is the game plan for tomorrow. I think there's a great deal of, I don't know, man. I, what matchups, so I've talked about a, a crap ton of matchups. What? Where are you focused? I want to see the trenches. That's yeah. what I want to see. I want to see the offensive line, how they, you know, the, you got Spencer Brown on Leonard Floyd. And we know Spencer Brown struggled with athletic, uh, you know, pass rushers last year, right? Leonard Floyd is very bendy. He, he's, he's, he's fast off the edge. I want to see how he holds up. Can he? Now, Spencer Brown is an athlete in and of itself. Has he developed enough to right. where he can stymie Leonard Floyd? And then, okay, how many people are you going to send towards Aaron Donald? 
That's actually a great segue because my very next uh, topic is what can the Bills do to neutralize Aaron Donald? Is this revamped offensive line? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) I don't think you can. But Roger Saffold knows him, right? Mm -hmm. And Mitch Morse. I think, you know, the Bills – here's the difference from last year. The Bills now have the athletes up front. You you said you watched that game from two years ago. Mm -hmm. So I had – a. I had most of my DVR, um, what's the word? I had most of my DVR memory hard drive saved with Bills games, and then I switched for DirecTV. I switched all of my boxes and lost all my games. So I don't have the Rams game from two years ago. What did the Bills do early when they got up 28-3? to What did the Bills do early to lose or neutralize? Yeah, they they Josh Allen was just unreal. I mean, that that's where Josh Allen's ability to be mobile comes into play because right, right. and Josh Allen did some stupid shit in that game, right? And he was he was still learning and growing as a quarterback, which he's not stopped yet, but he was able to move the in the pocket. And I think he's gonna have to be able to do that. Because Aaron Donald is coming and you you're gonna send two. You gotta put two on him. If you if you if you single him up, it's it's over. It's right. done. For he sure. may he may hit you with a helmet during the play. He may have one <laughs> or under two. or two. All right. So you need you need to you need to be ready. You need to wear one of them uh them cones or, or those practice helmets. You, you better have one in your pocket because he he might swing at you. That's hysterical. So what what other matchups besides the trenches are you going to be keyed in on? Jalen Ramsey, Stephon Diggs. I'm not. That's a wash. That that that's a wash. Gabriel Davis. That mm. that is the you know. It's it's twofold. He's Gabriel gonna Davis. Open. He's he's gonna, gonna be, open. be open, right? He's he, open. he he he's. I want to see now. We know his. They talk about his work ethic, and you know, I want to see how he shows up after that major game against Kansas City, right? So he, you know, he's gonna be going up against uh, you know Troy Hill. Troy Hill's not an athlete. That man's slow. He Devin Singletary slow. Keep having Singletary slow, man. We okay. we we may have legitimately seen. There's a moment, right? There's there's like when you watch movies, there's a moment a lot of times where, if it's a if it's a if it's an athletic type of a movie where like it happened, boom! Like we may have seen that in like when he did that move on the Chiefs' corner and oh, then to the inside, and the dude just fell down. <laughs> Looked like something. Hey. It, it it was it was literally primed for the for the sniper meme. Right, oh, man. the sniper memes where somebody shoots him and then the dude, the dude just falls over. I mean, he might be a monster in this game tomorrow. He could come out and get 150 yards. I, I'll tell you this: if you guys haven't bet, like who who's going to score the Bills' first touchdown tomorrow is Gabriel Davis off top. Mm-hmm. I, I put money on put. Somebody said they put their rent money on this game tomorrow, which I wouldn't do that. But do you that. can put some money on Gabe Davis scoring the first touchdown. You don't I think you're running back? You don't think the Bills get no, down? No, no, no. I think it's Gabe Davis, man. I just have a gut feeling. And I want to see how my boy James Cook, I want to see how much he's utilizing in this game. Right. What's interesting is, Seth, and I haven't pulled up many comments tonight, how to slow down Aaron Donald, question mark. Let's get a running game going. Are you going to run it into Aaron Donald? <laughs> You got to. You you have to show that you're not afraid, right? Correct. I get Keep that. Keep him honest. I'm going. I'm going off. I'm going out. But so. you're gonna have to run away from him. <laughs> and, and, and I think, man, one thing that we have not seen the Bills do effectively is is a a really good screen game. And this is where James Cook comes into play. Yes. And I think if you can get them, because they're gonna be aggressive. I think they're gonna be somewhat aggressive. You're gonna have to get James Cook going, catching the ball out of the backfield. Getting, getting him on wheel routes and, and, and Texas routes and stuff like that, I think is going to be vital. And also because the the Rams don't have – Bobby Wagner is not who he used to be. And no. They, they no. don't have the athletes between their, their linebackers and safeties to hang with the Bills. I think the Bills are uh, a much ath- more athletic team when it comes to offense versus defense. For sure. So, they they you know, I think those those deep ends and breaking routes and stuff like that, I think though in drags, I think you dime them up all day. Well, there's there's something to be said for allowing Singletary to run the ball and even Zach Moss, but Singletary primarily and do his whole make a guy miss in a phone booth type of a thing. But he's yeah. not super quick and he's not super bursty and get the Rams defense to adjust to whatever Singletary's doing and then get, hand the ball off to Cook and watch him go zing right by you. Right. Man, I can't wait to see it because he did some some dirty stuff to my Wolverines last year, uh, <laughs> you know, in the semifinal game. So, uh yeah, so I I think you're right, Joe. I think you know those 
those are important facts. And I, I got to see James Cook. I got to see it. I got to yeah. see it. I, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Me too. Me too. So let's, this is the funnest time of the Humpty hotline all year long. And we get to do this 17 plus times, which is basically game predictions. Uh, tell us your final score and your stat lines for Josh Allen. So everybody in the comments section gets to play along and I'll actually post them while we're talking. Uh, whatever you believe the final score is going to be, who's going to be on the winning side of that final score, and then a Josh Allen stat line prediction, and I'm going to let you go first. So everybody oh, in the comment okay. section, play along, and then Sterling, where you, where are you at? So cool. you can give then reasons. Throw, throw, throw me on, you know, throw me out there first. So I'm going to say Josh Allen's going to have 282 yards passing. Don't ask me where I got the 282. Uh, he's going to have like three it. three touchdowns. I think it's a three touchdown game, one interception. You think he's got um, a pick in there? To who? I think he's on. Who's got it? Uh, I think it's gonna be like on a dumb tip or something. Oh uh, yeah, on a on a tip. I don't think he's gonna blatantly throw it to somebody and they're just gonna, you know, Ramsey's gonna jump around, but it's gonna be on a tip or something. Right, right, right. right. And I think he'll have, you know, five rushes for fifty yards. Five for fifty. Is there a big one in there? Or are they all pretty much ten average? I think they're gonna be around ten average. I don't think he's gonna have a big one. Gotcha, gotcha. And then final score. Uh, I'm gonna go. 31-24 Bills. 31-24 Bills. I, like, I think that's modest, right? That uh, I gave my final score prediction for this game on Monday, and I'm going to stick with it. Um, so my final score prediction for this game is 27-17. I think the Bills win by two possessions. Um, I hope and pray to God they do because every time it's a one-possession game, I sit there biting my fingernails the whole entire time. Any, <sighs> ga any game when it's one possession just because we're Bills fans. And we're so accustomed and used to giving up that lead, right? That's just who we are. But I've got 27-17 Bills over the Rams. Um, as far as the Josh, Josh Allen stat line, I don't know what to make of this game. Hmm. Um, I think Josh Allen has the opportunity and potential to throw for over 300 yards. I think Gabe Davis could end up with 140 or 160 yards receiving in this game. Um, I think he's going to be targeted, targeted a lot in this football game. But when it comes to touchdowns, I like your call. I like Gabe Davis having the first touchdown catch of the season. Um, I'm not really a betting man. I do like to go to the casino and play Hold'em and play blackjack, but I don't do a whole lot of sports betting. But if I was a betting man, that's probably that's probably a good parlay bet, right? Where you're adding yeah. that onto a couple other things. Um, but yeah, so so I'm gonna go 310 for Josh Allen, 310 okay. yards uh passing. Stefan Diggs, I think, will have a quiet but substantial day like he did before, where it's Jalen Ramsey didn't shut him down completely. However, it wasn't a normal Stefan Diggs day. So it turns into one of those you didn't own me and I didn't own you. Yeah. But we won. And that's I think that it's a, a six catch, you know, 60 yards, 65 yards and a touchdown. Right, right. So Karen Idzik says 31 21 Bills. Seth says uh Bills 35 27. Josh Allen, three touchdowns and three TD three touchdowns twice uh one rushing touchdown jessica tennis says uh 38 17 i just do you see the bill scoring 38 i don't uh joe i don't know man i, I think it's possible but Put the league I, on. Listen, you know what i, you know I want to do i want to wake up friday morning so i'm going to be up till all ass of the evening tomorrow night <laughs> for, the, for, the, for the post game show so i'm not for you you're two hours behind us but for me <laughs> I'm going to be loading this thing up into podcast at three o'clock in the morning. Right. So that's, I want to wake up Friday morning at seven, hit good morning football and just bask in the glory oh. of everything that the bills did in the I'm first so game of the NFL. You're so nervous. Right. 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 So 42. I got a question for you though. Okay. Go ahead. So, so, you know, like before every bills kickoff, like for me, I am freaking, my stomach is turning uh i mean you would have thought i would have hit a line of coke like i'm so jazzed bro <laughs> like i, I did the coke I without the hookers know. i wouldn't right know. So. and I, I, it's it's just it's hard for me to contain everything okay what what are, what are you going through right when kickoff happens um so i am four years into a post-game show and i am still I still feel like I don't have a rhythm for taking notes. And literally that's where I'm at. So I have, I have energy and nerves 
but there's still an aspect of what so work i guess the work piece of it comes first i'm a huge because i have a responsibility i have an obligation right after the game um so the first thing i'm thinking of is what do i want to chart what do i want to talk about and then i like i fall into this zen moment of no 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 like the the, the things will come to you the 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 profound statements that i make in my post game show are just going to naturally come i feel this i feel that the bills did this the bills did that i think they should have whatever this game is about yada yada like that stuff comes so then i'll reassure myself and then i'll start to enjoy the game i'm going to be nervous because it's always going to walk back to I still haven't arrived at a point where I trust the bills to not lay an egg on prime time. Oh God. Why'd you say it? <laughs> That's but, what I'm talking about. Wait, it's like, time out, time out, time out, time out. Okay. However, okay. this Buffalo bills team and Josh Allen specifically has proven that the lights are not too bright for him. Right. And this team follows their leader as Josh Allen goes, this team goes. So I would mm-hmm. say that, like, my feeling and concern and your feeling and concern is not valid anymore. You're talking about a football team that the last two years in a row, Corey Bohorquez jersey or not, two years ago, eight straight, lost in the ninth. Last year, I think they went eight straight or seven straight, lost in the ninth or lost in the eighth. This is the team that can play when it matters. So I'm telling you what I'm going to feel. That doesn't mean that that's who this is. Just as you're saying that, uh, man, my, I got heart palpitations. <laughs> okay. I'm not well. I'm not well. Juan Castillo says 40, uh, 41, 24 bills. Josh Allen, 378. Five touchdowns. If you want to talk about putting the league on notice, that is, that's Nick Wright coming out Friday morning on ESPN and going, Josh Allen's the man. He's not going to show up. <laughs> if Josh Allen does that, Nick Wright is going to be sick. He's he going to be sick. That man's going to be sick. Riddell Jr. says uh, 24-13 Bills. Buff Hub, Buff Hub, rather, our guy, Steve Vegas, says uh, 24-14 Bills. Jay Spencer King says, go Bills. And he says, Sterling! Um, I don't know what he's talking to you about. My sister, that's my sister. That's me in that picture right there. That's my sister, Jamie. Oh, uh, I know. 33-24. Um, so, yeah. So, um, I think that's all the predictions that I have. So, final thoughts before we close this thing out? Uh, get some rest tonight. Everybody get some damn rest tonight because you're going to need it tomorrow. All right. get hey, Look, if you, whatever medication you got to take to sleep, I, I got to take something. Yeah, I got to either. Look, look, Joe asked he, backstage. He was like, yo, what are you drinking? I'm like, I'm drinking water. He's like, well, what? why are you doing that? I'm like, because like, I got to save it for next week. Like, I when I come you- to Buffalo, I have to drink everything. I asked you if you were on the wagon and I was going to respect you for being on the wagon. That's what I said. I said, are you on the wagon? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't I I just can't. I can't, dude. I can't. It's Christmas Eve. All the presents are from me, and I don't know how to act. I don't know how to act, dude. It's fair. It's absolutely fair. I don't uh final thoughts. So you and I are gonna be on the pregame show. Who else is gonna be joining us tomorrow for the pregame show for the intentional grinding pregame show? Uh let's see. Newt, big newt, big newt, yep. Uh, and that's all who's gotten back. So there's going to yeah. be a, a bevy of, or a, at least a, a handful of other content creators that are going to be joining you uh, tomorrow for, and what time does that start? So we're going to be starting off at 5 PM, 5 PM. And then it's rumored that at six 30 Eastern standard time, Jay Spence, the King is going to have another pregame show that actually Benny, the butcher is going to be on. And you yeah. and I don't have much information about that. We nope. told that today. Nope as well he's in the comment section so maybe if he wants to let us know what's up yeah (laughs) i mean you're gonna want to watch my boy jay spence with benny the butcher like right right right. yeah yeah yeah. and then at 7 45 uh colt schroeder is going live with the buffalo nerd pregame show uh so yeah we have a chock full of events uh tomorrow pregame for this buffalo game uh spence is saying hump that like and i need jay spence in here to yell at me hump day because that's what he always does but uh as i'm trying to like deliver the information he's yelling hump day that's just what he does so, hump day. <laughs> pretty, pretty much final thoughts before i read us out and get us out of here tell bonnie i would love to meet her <laughs> dude are we about to fight <laughs> Are we about to fight? <laughs> She's a great grandma. So that's all, you, all you need to know is I'm 49 
and she's a she's a great grandma. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have to, been tuned into the inappropriate Hump Day Hotline on this Wednesday night on the Buffalo Rumblings vidcast, vodcast, whatever network presented by Picasso's Pizza. My name is Joe Miller. I'm uh, one of the hosts of this show. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. That guy over there is sitting in for Jay Spence, the King. Sterling, tell them about yourself. Yeah, so we're going to be doing the Intentional Grounding pregame show every Bills uh, game day. And uh, I, I'm doing written content as well. You can find that on Buffalo Rumblings. should have another article coming out here in the next week. And I'll be doing a lot of NFL draft content as nice. well. So keep it locked and loaded here on the Buffalo Rumblings vidcast network. Right. Right? Because I say pie is vidcast. Right. I do the same thing. I mess it up all the time. But, uh, yeah, Humpty Hotline, do us a favor before you jump out. Uh, hump that like button one more time. There's a whole bunch of people in here, and we've only got, like, 21 likes, so get our metrics up. Uh, and uh, like, subscribe, hit the bell, do all that good stuff. Joe Miller, Sterling, Sterling Furrow for Jay Spencer King, for all of the Buffalo Rumblings crew. We love you guys. We appreciate you. Go Bills. Go Bills. to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.